Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode. This is going to be the first time P Money has been a guest on the podcast. So stay tuned. Um, if you don't know who P Money is, that is my big bro. I explained how he was a crucial part in learning how to play chess in the first episode. So watch that first episode first before you come on. Or if you don't even feel like doing that, then just just listen on this episode because I don't want you to be going anywhere else watching stuff on Netflix or something because this is really important for you to get this knowledge and maybe you might catch something in this interview that will get you to the level that um, will make you the best player in the world to make you better than Magnus Carlsen to make you better than Bobby Fischer yeah I just escalated that to a whole new <laughs> I escalated that. It's, it's no big deal. No big deal. But anyway, hey, um, listen in and hey, follow me to the next segment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is H1. We're going to be running it back with another episode, learning about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, chess understanding. And today we have a guest here, which is, he's he's been in my life for a while now. And you know what? He taught me chess. He taught me everything that I know. And it's my big brother. And I, talk, I talked about him the past few episodes, in the last episodes. Actually, in the very first episode, I talked about how he was a crucial part and me learning how to play chess. And I know a lot of people wanted me to get him on the podcast. So here he is, P Money. What's P up, man? P Money, what's happening? <laughs> hey, nothing much. Hey, that's cool, bro. I'm glad that you can be here as a guest. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. Glad hey. to be able to be here with you and, and experience this journey with you, man. Sure, that's cool, man. And you know what? I, I don't think I have never asked you how you started your chess journey, but like I know how like you taught me, and like it was a rough time losing like the the whole first year. You you didn't have any problem beating your little brother every single day, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> right? But that was crazy. Right. But like, you know what? Let's just start from the beginning. Like, what like grade did you learn how to play chess, or did you get started in playing chess, man? I started playing chess in fourth grade. Uh, I was nine years old. Um, and basically, <laughs> the way I got into it, I remember I got in trouble in class. <laughs> so uh, it was me and three other boys. Uh, we all got in trouble. And, and uh, so the punishment was to, to uh, meet uh, with uh, Mr. Lee. And so what Mr. Lee decided to do was have us uh, come over it was like a sleepover and uh you know just kind of kind of be there you know be like a father figure because uh you know we didn't have that in our homes and so what ended up happening he starts playing he pulls up this game 
and you know I'm looking at it and he's teaching us all how to how to play and so we just learn with you know some basics you know basic moves how to pieces move and and uh, stuff like that and since then just stuck with it dude that's yeah that's crazy um yeah I met Mr. Lee man he was he he's pretty good <laughs> he's pretty good yeah. he yeah he told me some things too about I, I always used to remember he, he taught me how to uh, like um always activate my pieces develop all the pieces and things of that nature um he yeah. was probably it's probably better in the years that I learned than probably back then but still you know yeah that's that's dope that you had somebody to teach you how to play chess shoot yeah. shoot so you was playing chess in fourth grade and then after that did you was there like a space where you just didn't play chess at all or like or um yeah yeah so there was a there's a long time period uh where you know just even though i wanted to play there's nobody to play with you know what i mean so uh i didn't let's see so i learned in fourth grade and i didn't play chess again until high school so we're talking how long is that it's a long a long time I, I picked it back up in 10th grade and so yeah. that's when I started playing that's when I started playing again and it's just been you know until I got you to play mm-hmm. <laughs> so now that I got you know once I got to have you playing then it became a alright I can play more often but before, between 4th grade and 10th grade so 6 years mm-hmm. that I didn't even play you found so, some competition you know, I, in seventh and tenth grade. You found some competition in high school. Yeah, yeah, in high school we had a uh, we had a teacher. Uh, she meant well, and she wanted us to uh, she wanted us to uh, you know make a chess club, which was cool. You know, uh, I found out there was other kids that played chess, so I was like, all right, all right, I'm with it. And uh, she wanted to like form an actual club and let us go on tournaments and things but uh, because she was a woman and, and we were boy students you know they they said no to that uh, but but uh it was cool to just you know meet other kids that knew how to play chess yeah that's dope shoot um that was probably the era when like chess was still for nerds too probably yeah yeah that's when yeah that was definitely the time when you said he was like, yeah, I play chess. And they were like, oh, chess, yeah, that's a that's an old man game. I play checkers. Yeah, you, know, you get like, those spots. Yeah, I don't know why people still be playing checkers for real. I don't, I don't get that. But yeah, that's it's crazy. Easier, it's a lot easier. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I guess in chess you have to learn six different pieces, how they move, and then checkers is just yeah, each each piece you're just jumping over. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But huh. So you, so you didn't have the opportunity to uh, go out to tournaments because you, you had a woman teacher. And then, so after high school, you picked it up. So I remember it was just a random day that I seen you go out to the uh, libraries and things of that nature. But yeah. like, when did you, I never really asked you, when did you like actually start like um, doing that? So let's see here. This is probably around the time I started teaching you, because uh, I remember going to the, the library one day, and uh, this is when I met 
Mr. Lee's counterpart, who actually ran tournaments for a local school uh, gathering, you know, local school uh, group. And uh, I, I met him, and he had me play one of his students. And at the time, I, I'm thinking that this is one probably his best student. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, you know, I, I beat him, you know. It wasn't no big deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, you know, he asked he asked me, you know, well, who taught me how to play? And that's when I told him Mr. Lee taught me. And uh, he just, you know, he asked me if I wanted to start teaching it. And so uh, that got me, that got me back in the chess, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, and just, that just all happened to be at the same time where me and you would go to the library and you would watch me play. And then you turn around and ask me one day, well, can I play with you? I'm like, you yeah. don't know how to play this game. <laughs> so, man, yeah, how do you feel like just seeing your little brother just one day just ask you, like, basically how to play chess? Because from my perspective, I know we used to have, like, a glass chess board. So when I seen you playing chess, I was like, I wanted to play chess, you know? I, I wanted to learn this right. game. And at the time, I only knew how to pawns move. So I, I didn't know anything. So you brought, I remember you bringing me to the library for the first time to learn how to play chess. So, yeah. Uh, so, having, so teaching you, it was really cool because, uh, you know, we got, we have other siblings and I didn't feel like as the big brother, we're all, we're closer in age. So as a big brother, I didn't really show them anything. So it was cool to have those moments with you because we have, you know, a large, a much larger gap between our ages. So it's, we're able to do, you know, a lot more, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, uh, so it was it was a it was a very cool time for us to bond and not just go watch movies and stuff you know what i mean yeah <laughs> oh man the movies yeah like, going to see yeah ratatouille <laughs> chicken little chicken sure. little yeah we see chicken <laughs> little twice <laughs> yeah yeah I, I think it was more than that man man you was wasting money bro like, like yeah, for well. real <laughs> <laughs> You gotta warn me with that one. Oh, I'm expecting that. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. Uh, wasting money. Yep. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we went out we a did, lot. We, now, we did eat though. We did yeah. eat uh, yeah. at a discount. <laughs> it was another chicken place, wasn't that? Um, go chicken. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no. No, it wasn't there. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had some good times back then. Yeah, we but, did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Daddy, so, remember, uh, remember playing the arcade at the pizza places too. Uh yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we went yeah. to um, Pizza Street. Yeah. Yep. And it was. Yep. Yep. What, what was the? I remember their slogan. It was. Uh, um, Are they like great pieces, great price? Yeah, and and then it was. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Five ninety nine or something to get all you can yep. eat. Yeah. All you can eat. Yeah. Yeah. It's more expensive nowadays. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> but so you started. So as a grown up, what was your first? Um, I remember my first chess tournament. What was your first chess tournament as a grown up? <laughs> uh, my first chess tournament as a grown up would be one of the uh, the tournaments that the local group I was talking about earlier through. Mm-hmm. And this was, oh man, I think you were pretty, you were, 
coming along in your chess career mm-hmm. uh, to the point where in this tournament they had three different divisions and you were like, I'm going to play in the open division. Oh, okay, okay. So you play in the open division and of course I'm playing in the open division. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it gets down to it and who's left for the final match? But me and you. So, you know, uh, me and you are, are about duking it out for the for the first and second place. Damn. And sure enough, <laughs> I would I would not have guessed in a million years you would have you would have beat me to take first and I'll take second. So <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, yeah. you, hey, that just you know what? It's cool because that just means that you was a good teacher because the I know people probably think that I'm lying when I say this, but my whole first year, Pat, <laughs> P Money had no problem wolfing my tail every single day. And we, like, we nah. were playing. And then you remember, and you remember the way to be, uh, I hit the pieces? Yeah. That, 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 when I took your pieces? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> every time you took my queen, it was always a depressing moment. Like, it was, <laughs> it was super depressing. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> not the somber music <laughs> yeah it was super depressing and uh, man I just see my pieces just flying off and then and then at the school we was taught to finish the game all the way out so uh, there was no resigning I just had to finish the game and yeah, um, yeah. yeah it was it was crazy so and during that time that first year was I even progressing at all like was I getting harder I mean when time passed so it uh, I would say you definitely progressed, especially when it came to like playing against kids, right? Because yeah. you played in those uh, the school tournaments, right? But there did come a time where it was, you know, when me and you were playing, or when we went to the library and played, and then uh, you can see the transition and the way that you uh, start playing, and then you, you developed your own playing style. This is the waiting room segment. Chess jokes by H1. And the joke of today is, why did the pirates raid the chess tournament? Well, they were looking for a treasure chess. A treasure chess. A treasure chess. Thank you for listening. We played. We went to a particular library and we started playing with another guy uh, who used to box. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, him. and so yeah. we played with him. We played with him a lot, and uh, that's when he 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 started talking to us about you know grandmasters and, yeah. uh, and the way that they played, and then he talked about our different playing styles. So, man, you I know, remember. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You you definitely had growth. Man, I remember the time where we thought that the only grandmaster was John Swayskin. 
Oh man, yeah, yeah, that was uh, nuts. Yeah, we was not cultured at all, man. No, yeah. at all, at all. No. Yeah, nobody told us. I don't, even, I don't even think we watched the movie Search for Bobby Fischer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just had the the dang um the stupid um chess master. Um, it's not stupid, but the dang platform, the chess master platform. And I was like, oh, yeah, Josh wasting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was the only thing that I had, and so. Yeah. Oh, and then um what was the other one um you had a i remember you had a dvd um um it was a dvd oh podcast. yeah that was uh that's a sarah one uh sarah one yeah yeah, yeah. yep now, you know i still have not watched that dvd to this day oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that dvd changed my whole perspective on chess <laughs> it's funny <laughs> Oh, I gotta watch it now. Okay. Yeah. I gotta watch it. He's a really good teacher, man. You got I can't believe you. dude, it's been like a decade. It's, it's at least a decade and yeah. I have yet to watch it. Yep. Bro, yeah. You gotta but watch you it. do realize in that whole decade I got married and had kids and all that. No, no you excuses, know where my bro. time goes now? No excuses. <laughs> you can watch them with your kids now. They're old enough. <laughs> mm. Look at that. Good idea, H1. Yeah, exactly. Good idea. Yeah. There you go. Shoot. Nah, he's a good, he was a good teacher. But yeah, that was the only two grandmasters that we had, that, that I had in mind. I was like, oh, snap, that was, that was it. I didn't even know anything about Magnus Carlsen or all these other grandmasters. No, and Bobby Fischer. And Bobby Fischer. Yeah. Bobby Fischer. Yeah. I, I, the grandmaster I uh, really uh, liked learning about was McCall Talk. Yeah. Something about, I mean, I understand that his style of play would not last in today's. Uh... <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you know, you can't just be sacrificing pieces and don't have a follow. <laughs> yeah, that'll get ate up today. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I really like that style because just to you know th- give somebody the impression that you're giving them a piece and then you come back and either win the game or capitalize even more like I love that style of playing yeah I've seen some interviews they said that they was when they was sitting across the board from they said that they they was intimidated by him so you know scared of him I guess they could play a part too though yeah for real and so you know what what, what was the thing what was I gonna say um so back to that whole year of just practicing chess. Do you remember that opening that we started out on? Oh my gosh. Yes, the double team kettle. Oh, so bad. It was so bad. We thought that was the best opening in the world. Oh, and, man. and I got a and the sad part is I got a lot of wins with that opening too, you know, yeah. facing other kids. <laughs> like it was easy, no doubt about it. It was easy. It just wasn't yeah. the best. It's yeah. not the best. Absolutely not. I mean, it's cool to be able to defend the middle, the middle board with your uh, bishops from a distance. But man, as you learn, you know, openings and you go against more experienced players, man, they will smother you in that space. <laughs> For real. I, um, man, that double feet and kettle was something else. So I remember oh, actually so the bad. day that you switched up your playing style and started like doing actual openings instead of the double being kettle because we we had it in our brains so much where we was always trading our bishops we would have the queen to protect our being kettle bishop and we would trade off 
we had a lot of games in that opening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but you know the the cool thing about chess is that you can you know there's just not it's not just one way you know to play it mm-hmm. you know so you have all these different openings you know and the the thing that I really like about the game of chess is that it's a it's a battle of it's a battle of minds you know it's a battle of minds a battle of wit who's yeah. gonna you know who's gonna fold under the pressure you know who's gonna come out victorious so yeah you know realizing that the double feet kettle is not working against other players like it might work against you but it's not working against other players at the at the library and so i had to switch up the way i played because i will never forget this day i was playing against a guy and i'm smothered because i'm like what do i do next and i'm touching every piece i'm touching every piece i'm like should i move this nope should i move this nope should i move this and he asked me he goes how long you been playing chess and I said, I was like, I was like, you know, 12 years. And then, you know, we finished up the game. And he that question rung out to me. Like, why do you ask me that? And so when I played in my first tournament, you know, when you touch a piece in a tournament, you got to move that piece. Mm-hmm. So he's asking me how long I played because I'm touching all my pieces because I'm like, I don't know what to move. Mm-hmm. And so from there, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that opening ever again. I'm going to actually learn how to play chess like i'm yeah. not doing that no more Shoot. hey man oh, what's your favorite opening nowadays ah uh, if i'm playing white um uh, just a basic uh you know king's pine knight bishop castle just basic uh if i want to get a little fancy then i'll probably uh, go with the english opening uh black is always Sicilian. Always, I don't play nothing else other than Sicilian. <laughs> hey man, that's the best way to FaceTime. E4, um, the best way. Yeah, yeah. So Sicilian, and it just depends. Uh, you know what? Going back to no, no, no. I would say my favorite opening with white is Rory Lopez Spanish, mm-hmm. just because it's like it's in your face. It's constant. It's like you know, attack and attack. Yeah. Uh, and I, that fits my, my my style of playing. So Rory Lopez Spanish white, and then Sicilian. Uh, I've been a lot doing the dragon variation a lot. So yeah. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about it. I'm not Hey, look. Uh, so, I, I have my here's a fun fact. Uh-huh. A fun, this is a fun fact. I did not uh start I started playing the the billion dragon variation because of, you know it's just it's because I like it, but I also the opening I wanted to learn is the Carol Con defense. And the yeah. only reason I wanted to learn that defense is because you played it a lot and you got you were like beating me in games that we played. I'm like, I gotta learn this defense. I gotta learn how to beat uh, it. <laughs> dude, man. So the Carol Con is like my second that I, that I like to play now. Man, I used to play the Carol Con so much until I, I stopped being a wimp. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold, man. Just, yeah, hey, I'm just saying how it is. I'm just saying how it is. Just some variations in the Carol Con. I, I, I played it out. Um, yeah. I, I lost a lot. Of, no, the reason why I stopped playing the Carol Con is, is because I almost lost a game at, a, at like a at a tournament, and it was a two hour game. Like I was getting demolished until like a guy he didn't see checkmate for some reason, and I checkmated him. But I was like, okay, 
I'm afraid to play. I'm afraid to play the Karakhan at this tournament. And if I'm afraid to play the opening, then I shouldn't be playing it. And so that's why I stopped. <laughs> that was my logic as a teenager because I didn't have enough time to. I just wanted right, to be as efficient right. as possible. So yeah, that's that's why I stopped playing that opening. Yeah, but yeah. but after the Delphi and Kettle, we started playing E4, E5, like the standard what everybody yeah. played at every single tournament. Yeah. So okay, I understand that you didn't know what touch move um, the rule was to touch move. What was yeah. your first um, encounter with the clocks? Because it, it took me a while to get used to it with the chess clocks. Uh, Do you remember it? Did you even have a problem? I know, and the only reason why I didn't have a problem with the clocks is because I, I always like to play speed chess anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I play fast anyway. So, you know, introducing the clocks wasn't an issue. You know, I think the biggest issue was probably just making sure you hit the clock with the same hand you move a piece with. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it. Other than that, I mean, playing with clocks is my preferred way of playing now. So, right. Okay. Yeah. Shoot. That's cool. And you had a long chess journey, just like you said. You, I mean, you've yeah. probably been playing for about, been enjoying chess for about uh, 15. I've known how to play. Let's see. I've known how to play for 20 something years. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like doing the math. 26 years. Right. Yeah, uh, I've known how to play for 26 years. I've actually been playing. I'm not going to include the time. The time that I've actually started playing is when I started teaching you. So from that time to now, you know, uh, is when I've been actually like playing, playing. So uh, let's see, you've been playing for a little over 10 years, right? Yeah, a little so bit over. Just, uh, so I've been playing for it out 14 years now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's how long I've been actually playing, but I've known how to play for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. So, and then, it's, you know, yeah. the goal now is just to get back to where I'm beating you more consistently. <laughs> Good luck with that one, man. <laughs> yeah. Man, I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm I, always I your games. Yeah, me too. I be watching your games, man. I see your games on uh, on Lee Chess, and I'm just like, I didn't even see that. Or I didn't think of that. Like, yeah. you know, uh, one thing one thing that I learned from you. It's funny that you know I learned from you, but it's uh, moving my knight backwards, right? So yeah. I've, I've seen games where you put your knight on the edge, and then you bring them back to that, uh, like, you know, B two, right. or and then push them somewhere else. And I'm like. Why is, I've never thought to do that. Like, I always kept them in the middle because of the fact that, you know, the rule, a knight on the edge is dead. So, you know, yeah. you gotta put them on the edge. But and when I see you navigating, I'm like, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you, you just learn some tricks as you get better and like trying to put your pieces on the right squares and things of that nature. Yep. If, of course, yep. if you have time. Like you don't just want to put your knight on the edge and then just have it sit there and doing nothing, just being right, stupid, right. you know. So, 
I, I treat the pieces like a family always. And I tell my uh, viewers <laughs> that too, you know, you, you know, you want all your kids to have a, a good stable job. You know what I mean? Like something, something important, you know, just treat them as a family. You don't want them to be, um, pretty much losers just <laughs> look cue motivation music cue motivation music oh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly bro <laughs> shoot oh man yeah that's that's how i treat it you know just make sure that every piece has a job and if they're not doing their job then trade that piece off because they're useless okay so you know <laughs> that might sound oh, really harsh that might sound oh, really boy. harsh. Yo, I got to I got to tell my niece about her dad. <laughs> <laughs> He's just gonna replace you. <laughs> Be like, you're gonna have a bro- you're gonna have another brother soon. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Uh, no, nah, I'm just. <laughs> That's horrible. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's horrible. But clearly, chess is separate from real life in that in that aspect, you know. And, and right, chess right. Is, is is you know, you're just like Bobby Fischer said. You're you're trying to destroy your opponent's mind, and you and you have to be efficient of doing that. Yeah, and that's the whole Absolutely. goal, you know, when you win a chess game. So, what would be what would be your top three tips you would give somebody who is starting out playing chess? top three uh number one and i drilled this into you is to play the board not your opponent mm-hmm. play the board because i when i was taught and you know i was taught and it's you're a lot of trash talk when you plan right right play the board don't play your you know you play the board because a good move is a good move bottom line and your opponent knows that, but they will tell, talk to you as if it was a bad move and make you try to get in your head. So play the board. That's definitely number one. Um, right. Number two, I would say, um, don't be afraid to try stuff. You know, don't be afraid to try things. Uh, one thing that you do a lot of that I see is that you go back and and revisit some of your games. And like you, you know, you was like, well, what if I do this move, right? Or what would happen if I wanted to do this? And there's matches, you know, that you play and you're like, you're thinking, but yet because you're on the time crunch, you don't make that move. So go back and try those things or just play games and try new things. Uh, You know, don't be afraid to venture out and learn new things. Uh, And number three is, uh, is tactics 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 you got to you have to know tactics chess is all about that yeah you know you learn those tactics and you use them use them to the best of your ability yeah. <laughs> you, you know you can go really far with just learning tactics man i've seen some kids straight up really good at tactics their their rating is like 1700 because of tactics and like their strategy is not up to par, but their tactics are on point. <laughs> like yeah, when they get into absolutely. some stressful situations, they know how to calculate and do the process, the thought process that I always talk about and everything, you know? So yeah, tactics is really important. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a, a pretty good three tips. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. I know you've been a, a coach. 
you, you was teaching chess for a while too. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had, I had you there to to motivate. <laughs> yeah, I know. That gave me enough time to practice too. Yeah, teaching chess and playing yeah, chess bet. at the same time. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, but, and yeah. to think that I did it for free too. I had you working for free. That's crazy. <laughs> Ooh, like, yeah, man. yeah, man. It was fun though. I enjoyed it. I was like, you know, yeah. hey, teaching kids how to play chess. And it kind of, it kind of helped me reconfirm some things. Um, and not forget stuff too when I'm teaching at the same time mm-hmm. of learning stuff because I will learn stuff on my PlayStation Two on Chess Master. And then I'll yep. go out with you to teach stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. I could just teach the stuff that I'm learning. And there you go. And we had some yeah. pretty good kids, um, which in that time, I think I was, what was my age? I think I was in sixth grade. The kids was like in elementary school. I think elementary school, yeah. I think we went to one middle school, maybe. No, we. No. I don't think we did any middle school. So we didn't do any. Okay. Yeah. That, that just made it easier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to talk about it, man. You should have chopped my hair off, bro. Like, for real. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm putting this on the, I'm putting this on the episode, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. You, All right, you Monday, I'm going to share that picture. I'm going to share that picture to your, to your, 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 your viewers, your fans, man. Bro, you, I had, I had an ass, bro. And braids. That was a rough year for you. Winning chess tournaments. And yeah, that that didn't have to happen, bro. (laughs) It didn't. It didn't. However, I was with you the entire time. You could have, at one time, you could have just took me to the barbershop without my mom's permission, right? You know? And we both would be missing. (laughs) We wouldn't be here having this conversation. Out of all those chicken little (laughs) movies, you know? You couldn't take me to the barbershop one time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I like life. I choose life. <laughs> man. This is the waiting room segment. Chess quotes by H1. And the quote of today is, make sure that you trade your time for the things that really matter because life is precious. Thank you for listening. This was cool. Hey, I got one fun segment that we're gonna do. Um, we're I All got right. some questions. Is, is we're gonna call this the uh, "Would You Rather" segment. Uh, yeah, some fun questions, just so that everybody can get your personality a little bit. Here we go. Okay. Would you rather win at chess or enjoy chess? Win at chess every day, all day. Winning chess. 
So you could be miserable. You'll be a miserable person, and you just choose. You know, I just want to win, Chess. Forget, forget everything else. I just want to win. I just want to win. <laughs> listen, listen. When when I was younger, there was a song, and I want to live by that song. And that song said, "I want to be the very best that no one ever was." <laughs> The capture chess pieces is my reason. <laughs> you are not Listen, teaching the, the people. capture pieces is my reason. The forkum is my cause. <laughs> Make that double. Yeah, buddy. This dude. We talking fork skewers, uh, I, I guess, and everything. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can say Bobby Fisher didn't enjoy playing chess at the end of his career so but he still won so i i guess that's one yeah i guess so yeah definitely winning over enjoyment but that's because i'm a i'm a competitor like i like i'm big on competition right and and chess you don't like a piece a person that is outside of the chess world you don't know how competitive it is but it's really competitive in chess especially if you go to certain tournaments there's like a straight face and like he said um you can't really you can't really play the person because they're going to be staring at you like and it was really intimidating facing like open uh, being in the open section as a a seventh Mm -hmm. and eighth grader and if you just pay attention to that then you're going to really get scared and intimidated by like a lot of people so that's why i i care about the mindset i don't care who you are i don't care if you're magnus carlson i'm gonna gonna come after you with all my power (laughs) shoot (laughs) i don't care Shoot, I'm, I'm gonna calculate that. I'm gonna calculate positions like I never calculated before. Um, <laughs> okay, would you rather? The second question: Would you rather lose to a complete beginner or lose in two moves? I would rather lose in two moves because <laughs> it, you have to be really good to pull something like that off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it yeah yeah i'm not losing to a beginner i'm sorry it's not <laughs> okay i got you yeah I, w- I would choose losing two moves too not gonna lie yeah nah that would that would be insane if I don't, I... but you know what though saying that no now listen now this is the true story uh 10th grade i'll never forget this the very first time i came in contact with the scholar's mate <laughs> <laughs> so you did lose to a complete beginner <laughs> no he wasn't a beginner he since he knew he wasn't a beginner mate. he yeah. did a scholar's mate and i had never seen that before in my life i had never seen yeah. it before and i'll never forget when you know i'm getting all ready you know push my pawn he pushed his pawn yeah, i did something i probably attacked his pawn he brought his his bishop i took the pawn he brought his queen yeah. You know, I attacked this bishop and checkmate, and I was like, "What? The game is yeah. over?" Oh man! Oh yeah! No man, that feeling was. Oof! I was yes. like, I became infuriated on the inside. College <laughs> made it something else. It's bad, man. Yeah, I've bad to lose man. Up. One thing that I have never done in my whole chess career, I've never got fools made on somebody. I I've never fools made. You know how hard it is to get a fools made yeah. on somebody. Just for the fact you uh, the person has to make the moves. They have to make the bad moves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's the irritating part. Like I got fools made in three moves or like four moves, 
but I never got it in, in the two moves. Like somebody would mess up for me to get into four or three moves, but not the two move one. It's irritating. Well, I think it's only, it's only in three moves, right? Isn't the fools make three no. moves? No, it's, it's like two moves because um, you're playing black to do the fools mate. So that's that's in two right. moves. And for white, I think it is three moves. So you are right on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's do another one. Um, would you rather? <laughs> this is going this is gonna get you mad. Would you rather change your name to Magnus Carlson or Bobby Fisher? Come on, we already know the answer to that question. <laughs> we already know the answer to that question. They'll call me OG Bobby Fisher. <laughs> Why not Magnus Carlson, no, bro? Why not? Because, because <laughs> I don't care how good Magnus Carlson is. He is not, I repeat, is not beating <laughs> Bobby Fisher. Uh, exclamation yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, we talk about this every single time. And yeah, I always tease, do. I tease um, P Money about this. Yeah, Magnus Magnus Carlson would whoop Bobby Fischer. I would stand on that. And it's not even because that he's better. It's maybe in Bobby Fischer's era. Yeah, Bobby, it would be equal. But still, I think, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. If Bobby Fischer was in our era, I don't think he would beat Magnus Carlson. I don't think Magnus Carlson can beat Gary Kasparov. (laughs) He already did. I said... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> next question bro next question okay this, this is a fun one would you rather become the best chess player in the world and be famous and have all the riches or have the powers of superman and be hated by everybody powers of superman because who's going to tell you they don't like you when you can push their head off just throwing it out there <laughs> <laughs> just laser beam him. Oh, you hate me? I just, mean, the the whole world is. They hate you. The whole world is. There's no population because <laughs> P money just. <laughs> like, oh, I can God. breathe in outer space. I can breathe in outer space. So you don't like me? I'm gonna hit the Earth score. <laughs> Go to another planet. It's like, exactly. So? I live on the sun. Like, what do you? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, that's where he gets his power. So, yeah. hey, shoot, yeah, we all we all know that. Okay, last last one. Um, would you rather get checkmated or resign? It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends. It depends right. who it is. That's it salty. Is. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. Uh, it depends who it is because uh, there's games where if I feel like I'm better than you, I'm gonna make you work for the checkmate. Uh-huh. Right. But if I feel like you just like outright outplayed me. I'm done. I'll just resign. <laughs> For me, it depends on the yeah. time control. Um, I, I would um, I would play out the game. I'll be checkmated in bullet, definitely, and depending on the blitz. But in classical game, if I'm just getting outright just beat, 
I'm not going to take the other hour and see if he's going to checkmate me. <laughs> I'm, no, nah, I'm resigning. And I did it before. Like, if they're up two queens or like, yeah, nah. If I have no pawns, yeah, I'm resigning, you know? Oh, yeah. If, 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 if somebody has two queens against me, at that point, you're going to play this whole match out. I don't care. I'm already upset that you got two queens. So you're playing this out. <laughs> Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, because usually it doesn't even get to that point. Yeah. Right. 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 I I would be Uh, petty and resign if they're um, one one move away from checkmate just so that they don't get that. I don't like that. I don't like that. Like, don't deny me my checkmate. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) Like, if I did it, it's like one of those moments where uh, on online chess you do a move and then you don't see a checkmate. I just hurry up and resign. Just... Yeah, <laughs> it's like nah. You're not getting this satisfaction. This is nah. I have Man, feelings. I, I have feelings too. Life. I have feelings too, bro. <laughs> like nah. <laughs> but man, I, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. If you, if you went against, you know, uh, a famous grandmaster, right? It can be, it can be, you know, uh, Magnus Carlsen. Uh, Nakamura or whoever, would you run the Devonathan against him? People don't even know what the Devonathan is. Okay. Oh, okay. Spoiler. Yeah. So uh, I guess I can say now that the Devonathan, I am going to make an episode about this on YouTube, but the Devonathan is when I move the end pawns all the way up, but one square at a time. So I do H3. <laughs> A3, A4, <laughs> H4, H5, A6. And so that's what the Devonathon is, right? I, I do not know. You know what? I would do it. Um, <laughs> Everybody had to be with it if I did it. Yeah. Every, yeah. Because that, that's super disrespectful. <laughs> Especially if it's like, it depends on the setting. If it's online, then sure. If it's like a, an actual tournament where I'm sitting in front of them, man, that'll take what some if guts. You can do like a, what if you can do like the, like uh, multiple matches? Like you can do oh, that. Yeah. Match one of them. Then... Yeah. One of them be the, the bond of time. If it's just one match that I'm playing, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> They would never respect me after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. That, that would be cool though to do that against Magnus. He he'll be tripping. Shoot, he <laughs> could be Bobby Fisher. Be like, what is he? Ah. What is he? Yeah. Wow, this guy. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, but you know what? Hey, how did you like the podcast, the episode? What you think about it? Oh man, uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for having me here, uh, being able to, uh, you know, tell my story and uh, just to spend this time with you, you know, being able to talk about our journey. Uh, and also, I want to congratulate you because I see that you're close to 50K uh, plays, and that is quite the achievement. That is nice. So, congratulations on that. And thank you. Um, it's, it's all the people that's viewing this right now. So yeah, yeah that's that's great. Yeah. So and thank the fans, thank the viewers, thank the, you know the followers, thank you guys for t- tuning into this channel so you can learn about this chest knowledge, chest wisdom, chest understanding. <laughs> 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 yeah.
Yeah. <laughs> because that's all there is to it. Is mm -hmm. that's what this channel is all about, you know, just learning because P Money, he gave he gave some good advice too. You know, I, I like when I was learning as a young kid, just I learned from people's stories and personalities and how they do things and how they approach things. So this this was dope. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and you can come back on anytime that you want. Hey, I'm only hey. coming back on for a chess match for the viewers. Awesome. Ah, and we can make hey. that happen. If y'all if want to see that in the future, yeah, we're going to set that up on YouTube. Uh, just subscribe to the YouTube channel, Chess Knowledge with H1, and you're going to see me and Patrick, uh, P Money, and we're going to duke it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, is what it is. But thank you for joining the Chess Knowledge with H1 Podcast. And hey, we're going to be running it back with another episode next time. All right, Peace. running it back yeah. with H1. Hey, <laughs> you already know. Shoot. Peace out. <laughs>